Ian Aber, and this is Stray People. Uh, with me this week is Rick Rustbrook uh, from Rainbow House Coalition. Is that correct? Or Rainbow Coalition House? Uh, Rainbow House Coalition. Rainbow House correct. Coalition, yes. yes. And um, we've known each other for a hot minute, I feel oh, like. Yeah. Yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Rick, you are not a straight person. We're just going to dispense with the I, mystery no. and get, get it out no, there. No, most people know me as Mama Rick. Mama so, Rick, yeah, that's true. So. That's true. Um, so, Rick, uh, tell, tell Let's start just let's start talking about the charity because it's new, right? I mean, yeah, it's a new nonprofit. Yeah. It's new yeah. something. I, well, with. I'm one of the co-founders of Lost and Found Youth, uh, but things were not moving fast enough there. We've got so many kids on the street, uh, not just gay kids, but straight kids too. Yeah. Um, and um, well, we have so, an epidemic of like young homeless God. in this country, absolutely, and then LGBT people of color and gender nonconforming and trans in, in the, the ones, southeast, the Bible yeah. Belt, yeah. yeah. Um, so I resigned from there and I started Rainbow House so yeah. that we could just uh, get housing for these kids, yeah. uh, uh, youth, because youth, you know, yeah. they're 18 to 25. Yeah. Um, and you have instances where you, there are people who are like in these programs who have full-time jobs yeah. and then are still living like under, under a bridge in a tent yeah. because they can't afford nothing in Atlanta is affordable anymore. Yeah. You know, they're, uh, especially if they're around the belt line. So, yeah. uh, we, the idea is we will rent the house, uh, or, and they'll move in, they'll pay rent. Half of what they pay goes towards, uh, expenses on the on the property the other half goes into a trust fund yeah uh, if they're with us for six months a year uh, as long as there's no damage to the room they're renting yeah we write them a check so they have a little nest egg nice so that way so it's like to get people ha- yeah. housed and then back on their feet to exactly the and and so they can go on to do certain next, things yeah. you know there's plenty of agencies in town including lost and found that can do the wraparound services the yeah. mental services the the health services yeah. things like that uh, i'm a big fan of tiny home villages yeah uh and container house apartments yeah so we'll be pushing for that uh, as long as it's away from the belt line because you know that's like uh, affordable housing in the belt line that's not two terms that go together very well, not anymore so, no. it was remember the beginning though yeah it was yeah. in the beginning but it hasn't been delivered yeah so. well no i think that that the the you know the the reality of the belt line is is that it needed that sort of corporate buy-in mm-hmm. and unfortunately that corporate buy-in has removed you know affordable housing like i we walked from the from the parade yeah. to Pot City Market. And it's like, Pot City Market is, you have to be, you know, that's like a $2 sign above situation. You yeah. can't go there with a the little money no. and expect to get anything. Like, no. honestly, anything. No, not even water. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so it's like, it's government money and city money paying for this sidewalk from business to business. Mm-hmm. And exactly. then everything along the way should be cost extra uh-huh. for some, I don't even. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to yeah. be pretty. Well, you know, how, homeless kids are, are marginal uh, population don't jog and don't bike along, you know, things like that. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to do that when you work two jobs or whatever. Yeah. Or or your second dick behind a dumpster for some money, you know? Um, it's just, it's, uh, it's, uh, rich white, white boys that, that do things like that. Absolutely. You know, and we, we were talking about, uh, that's inside and outside of the gay community. Yeah, exactly. Straight boys. It's the straightest and whitest among us, Mm -hmm. even our own. 
Yes. You know, even our own. I agree. They don't I, like to hear that, though. I know. And it's so close after well, they, Pride. They, they, it was Pride was yesterday. Today's yeah. another day. Yeah. Yes. So they we're can back take to it. reality. Yeah, they can take it. Um, but even the Gulch thing that they're talking about now, you know, yeah. oh, we'll have affordable housing in there. I'm sorry, but $1,400 or, or fourteen. That fourteen hundred dollars to rent a studio apartment is not affordable housing. Not at all. No. Not so. at all. Um, and the Gulch is like I love how they refer to it as like this like you know really sentimental historic hole in the middle of our city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that exactly. they've never been able to do anything with. Yeah, they, um, but they they found some way to turn it into something that's going to cost extra. Yeah, how's that? You know, so they can walk through it now and not be afraid that somebody's going to rob them or something absolutely. like that. You know, they, it's just as bad as underground. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, so you spent though like. A good, uh, like, at least eight years, right? Uh, I no, mean, it'll be seven next month. Seven next month. Yeah. Working with LGBT, yep. QIA, homeless youth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And in the Southeast. And and, like, and do straight, you wanna, do you straight just, kids. Yeah, uh, and straight kids? It's yeah. got to the point where you got to help the straight yeah, kids, we, too? Uh, you know, as long as they were an ally and yeah. didn't come out, uh, come out um, uh, being racist or or homophobic, yeah. we, we would help anybody. Yeah. Um, but there are probably straight kids who don't fit in with the religious so if you're a straight child who comes from a bad religious experience mm-hmm. um, and you want to go into some of these shelters I bet that there's a lot of accepting or yeah. pretending mm-hmm. that maybe you don't have to do with lost and found so that might be a reason that that might be the case exactly and that's why they come to us so how do you feel though about so let's just pivot for a second the idea of queer straight have you ever heard this term queer straight so that's that's queer that's straight people uh-huh. who are um, they have so many queer friends and they're so involved in the queer community that they no longer identify fully is straight yeah um and they're not seen as straight by their family yeah um and so they identify as queer straight i was talking to one of those the other day one of those and uh (laughs) you know he actually has a child and he goes well you know i like a good blowjob every once in a while who does that and i was like okay well that's a little different than i meant yeah yeah. uh heteroflexible or it's yeah exactly um or situationally bisexual is the one term yeah if the conditions are correct i was a bisexual in the 80s you know it was chic to be bisexual we were all then. like, well, no, because I thought it was safer. It was a testing the waters. Oh, do you know no. what I'm saying? It was no, my I, it was my way of knowing my letting my girlfriend at the time know that I wasn't eating that pussy anymore. I was oh, like, I'm bisexual. I was. I've got a craving for some dick, <laughs> sweetie. I was married for three years. <laughs> what? But she couldn't get a heart and shove it in. So, <laughs> so we split, uh, and she's doing well now. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so but, you were married for three years? Yeah. Were you like high school sweethearts? What was the situation? No, no. I met her straight out, coming out of college. Yeah. And, and so did you she, identify as straight? Was it like you knew you were gay but had to hide it? or what was uh, the... Well, back then I thought I, I liked them both. But okay. I, I, I liked boys better. Yeah. But... A hole was a hole. Okay. You know? Um and uh but yeah, it didn't it didn't last long enough. We it were did, too young and yeah. you know, uh no. Was it for the wrong reasons, you think? Yeah. Was it exactly. just to normal? Yeah, it was the it was the family going, Oh, well if you two are gonna live together, you really need to be okay. married, that type of thing. <laughs> of course, you know, when I end up doing all the flowers and the yeah. invitations, it should have been a clue. Oh god, yeah. when you planned the wedding. Yes. It wouldn't let yes. her ruin it for you. No. Not my big day. <laughs> no, that's what we had. So John and I just got married after twenty four and a half years. Oh, congratulations. And, and 
and uh, we did it right. Took you long enough. Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> with the current political state yeah. um, at the South there now, we wanted to go ahead and get it over with yeah. to see what's going on. Absolutely. So, it's but, harder to break you up, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, of so, course, Payne, my husband, mm-hmm. uh, so immediately after we got married, he goes, well, we just register with the government freely, two by two. <laughs> <laughs> he just says, like, those most negative. He's like, they're just going to round us up uh-huh. a pair at a time. And exactly. I'm like, Great. Uh, lovely. <laughs> right? So. Um, so you, like, so you've been out. Uh, how long have you been out gay? Oh, oh, God. Uh, since... 85 so for some people listening to this podcast longer than you've been alive yeah um the most constant thing in your life is rick rustberg's homosexuality do you know what i'm saying and you've been out in the eight in in atlanta the whole time Mm -hmm. so what was like what was atlanta like gay like what was gay pride atlanta 1985 like for you oh i didn't go back then you didn't no okay why don't why not well i it was the corporate life so you know oh so you had you had to hide it yeah we i mean that's like a decade after they started the the first Pride Parade in Atlanta was in seventy yeah. one. Okay, um, and I graduated high school in eighty one. Okay, um, so I would I didn't go to the parade or anything until I met John around ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. So what was what was going on? So you were you were out at nineteen. 19- I was back then. You know, you you didn't discuss it at at work. Okay. So I wasn't out at work. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was. But you didn't have like a girlfriend and kids. No, 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 yeah, no. Not yeah. after the not after the marriage. It was yeah. uh oh no. Yeah. I wish you had an uh, ex wife. That's a good yeah. good as beard of any, I yeah. suppose, right? So um you know, I and I was a stripper back then. So You were a stripper uh, yeah. And you had a corporate job? Yeah. So I did where were you a stripper? Uh, it's a little place called 551. It's okay. right beside the Cactus Car Wash <laughs> uh, on Ponce <laughs> in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the old MJQ? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, it's a... It's a a, a, an apartment building. Oh, now yeah. it's an apartment building. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for SCAD students. Okay. Um, and uh, in the basement, there was a bar. Yeah. Right? A little seedy bar, and they had drag shows and strippers. And stripper boys. That was like that was like the entertainment when I moved to Atlanta in like 1991. Oh yeah. That was all there was was strippers. Yeah. It was all drag show like a uh, drag queen stripper, drag queen stripper, yeah. drag queen stripper, and then they double up. The and big closer to we drag couldn't queens. show anything back then. You yeah. Know, you had to, you even had to have your your crack covered up. Yeah. So we, I mean, even wear, your crack. Yeah. yeah, you you would do. You had um, to wear a tea bag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, well, knowledge. I went to. Um, I thought we we're supposed to be talking about straight. We, people, we we're getting there. <laughs> well, well, all those strippers were straight. I used to work. Uh, not the ones. Well, I, I went. Bar, I bar backed at a few bars and worked at a few bars over the years. Yeah. And um, the Metro, I would work yeah. at the Metro, and I worked at the Armory for a hot minute. Sure. And, um, sure. and uh, the uh, all the strippers. Well, maybe not then. Maybe not at that spot you're talking about. Uh-huh. But like all the strippers. That were kind of floating around the metro, all the go-go boys that were floating around the metro, yeah. were all life college, um, uh, studying to be chiropractors. Exactly. And, and just that's, that's what they have trouble at, with a capital um, T. Swing and Richards now. Oh, is that? It's, yeah, that's the, they moved over there. <laughs> oh, are they all, is life college still around? Is that, yes. No, how is that possible? Absolutely. I thought they lost their accreditation. We used to take girlfriends there, and one of them would like, you know, he could tell that she wasn't married. And yeah. he's like bending over, he goes, hey, my brown eye's winking at you. Oh. Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Somebody was telling me about Swing Richards the other day, and I, and I stopped going. Um, I couldn't take the like. With the, I don't like when the strippers talk to me. No, like if they're 
gay or bi, fine. Yeah. And th- maybe it's a little better. But like when they're like straight and they're like trying to like, dude, I don't, I don't even know what it is. I'm just like, stop. Ta- I don't like straight people. Stop talking to me. You're ruining this. Like, Close your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also as somebody who wears glasses, I don't know why male strippers want to take my glasses off my face and then rub them on their dick. Oh. But I swear to God, every time I've ever been to a strip club, the minute I walk to tip somebody, the first thing they do. Now I'm like, I lean my head back. I'm like, don't touch my fucking glasses. <laughs> I only have a cloth here. I don't have any fucking. You know, what I mean? have you never do, had that happen? Do you need a special cleaner for that? I suppose. <laughs> I've I've had them. I've had somebody do it, and then their dick had baby oil all over. Oh it, god! And then they handed it back to me. It's like there's baby oil all over my lenses. I can't. And it's just close enough to your nostrils that oh, you smell the the smegma. The, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, oh, Rick, you didn't have to. You didn't have to add that. <laughs> Well, Rick, I, you know, it's interesting because I met you through the Big A Game Show yep. with Lost and Found, where you guys were sort of doing almost like a town hall. So it was a game. Yep. It was a fundraising mm-hmm. game show entertainment thing. Yep. But it was really like a ground, you know, here's the State of the Union yeah. every single month. Yeah. Here's what's going on. And it's like you're basically the voice in my mind when I think about what's going on with gay homeless youth. I think about Lost and Found and those statistics. Sure. And they're also true, right? So yeah. it's all it's like. What is it? Even worse now. What's the percentage of homeless people uh, between 18 and 25 that are queer? Uh, that are homeless? That are well, yeah, that are homeless. That are queer, though. So uh, like sixty percent of the youth that age that come out to their parents are put out on the street. Yeah, it was fifty percent before uh, somebody got elected. Yeah, uh, and and now there's an excuse to kind of like yeah. legitimize that type of you can hatred. Use the N word or yeah. the F word or you know it's yeah. just you can grab them by whatever. Yeah. You know this country's going to hell in a handbasket. And I think that people don't what people don't understand about. Like somebody like that person, I'll call him Trump. I don't even give yeah. a fuck. But when when someone like that gets elected on a platform like that, that it's uh, it's the marginalized groups that feel the most pain. Oh, absolutely. And so like the the dogs that are already being kicked are just being kicked more. Yeah. So people who are like not everyone's able to like come out Mm-mm. after their fourth year at Vassar or no. after a weekend in Mykonos and blah 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 blah. Absolutely blah. not. But There's... that's what we hear. We hear those kinds of stories. We mm-hmm. don't hear like I didn't come out. I got found out and. Mm-hmm. Throughout and those kinds of things, exactly. And I think that's more of what's happening is, is that kids are being. What I'm noticing is is that kids are being out maybe at school, mm-hmm. and then their families catching on. It's like yeah. they're living the double life where they change exactly. their outfits up and their attitudes up, and then oh, they yeah. come home to try to straighten up. Yeah, I remember right after the Supreme Court decision, I was standing there. I'd I'd gone out and picked up a kid whose mother was in jail. So she had sent away his rights. Um, and I said, well, it's a historic day. You know, they just, uh, so you're going to come with me down to the celebration. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, John met me there. Uh, and I, I stood there watching this young kid interact yeah. with uh, all the gays and allies and lesbians that were there. Uh, and it hit me. Uh, this is going to trickle down to the kids. Uh, the Supreme Court says it's okay to, to be gay. Yeah. So they're going to come out to their parents and they're going to end up, you know, they've got less than a coin toss chance. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, well, it's like things like movies like Love, Simon. Yeah. That, which bugged me in the sense that it's like, OK, well, here's something that's clearly being marketed to gay youth. That is a fantasy world where nobody is discriminated against or hurt in any way. Yeah. And it's going to encourage these kids to come out. Yeah. 
and it went to nothing to to yeah. no support to no um and then and the and what is it who makes the money for that who gets and it's a it's a straight guy who stars in it mm-hmm. it's like it and i try to explain that sometimes to other gay people and they and don't it, get mad about yeah. it they think it's cute i'm like but it's gonna you know it's like uh, we we stayed in the closet and in, in my generation uh because we had to yep. for a survival thing and only when we found spaces where we thought okay it's 100 percent safe yep. in every direction mm-hmm. did i come out exactly yeah and it's um I, you know i it it just blows my mind we had a don't ask don't tell policy here in the south way before clinton oh, you know, yeah, right know. exactly Parents he stole it from the yes, south basically. exactly uh, well every oh, town was allowed one gate was one allowed one sissy yeah i felt like a hairdresser yeah there was always one the person who played the organ in the church uh-huh. or the person who did so-and-so's or hair. mother's hairdresser yes, yes yes exactly there was always somebody mr like that. stanley <laughs> he wants to give you uh, a, a, a bob. All right. Like, no, Payne uh, used to joke that in Pelham, he was just waiting for the town faggot to die so he could be it. Uh, and that was like his, that's what he thought he was going to grow up into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh he was going to be the God. town hairdresser at some point. Oh He's God. like, I don't even know how to cut hair. I'm like, yeah. he would have figured it out. First time you sucked a dick, it would have been like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's how you do it. <laughs> oh, this is new. Oh, my God. Um, but I, I mean, I knew. Uh, I was different. I mean, I you know, for Christmas I wanted, I wanted uh, an easy bake oven. Yeah, you know, a typewriter, uh, yeah. a, a paint set. Yeah, uh, Daddy would make me uh, buy me GI Joes, and I would sneak off and make them kiss each other and yeah. tie each other up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're right, you know. Uh, well, that's the thing too. You said you didn't know, and that's something that we talked about on this. Uh, it's very interesting for the for the um, the millennials. Uh-huh. There's a lot of millennials com- comedians in town who all identify as bisexual yeah and it's a lot different than obviously the bisexual we were talking about earlier yeah. which is the along the way kind of yeah. um where they didn't know they were it's hard, sometimes harder for bisexuals because they didn't identify as gay or straight yeah. they were sort of in between and it's like that like terminology mm-hmm. so when was the first time you like so you knew you were different yeah. and you did all that but when was the term when did you hear the term gay or queer or sissy or whatever it was uh I, I, on the on the school bus yeah uh and i was uh, of course you know i was hanging around with a, a girl yeah uh and uh somebody called me queer and i was this was like second grade yeah and she goes oh my god he just called you queer and i was yeah. like what's that mean yeah yeah that type of thing so i learned that way yeah uh and learned to deflect it or ignore it you know yeah. i was i was uh the president of every club in high school that I, I was in, yeah. uh, but I still took different ways to get around class so that I wouldn't have to go around uh, bullies or yeah. things like that. But when it come down to it, I threw punches when I needed to, yeah, you know? yeah, uh, but I'm a country boy. It was yeah. the same school my parents went to, had a yeah. couple of the same teachers. Yeah. Um, but when I, I finally came out, uh, you know, it, it was a relief. Yeah. Um, and Doug, I've been going you, strong ever since. Now, did you come out like, when you say finally came out, like you finally came out to who? Because you were probably out in Do so many other... Do you want the other... whole story? Sure. it's hysterical. Do it. Okay. So we decided to... I get... like how somebody's like, do you want the story? It's hysterical. No, no. I want the... <laughs> (laughs) Terrible, boring version, please. (laughs) Uh, We decided to get divorced. So your wife, your uh, former wife, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and um, was that the reason? mm, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, that and uh, quite a few other things. But um, so I met my mother at work. She wanted to talk, and she pulled me in the back office, and I said, "Look, 
blank name and I are not going to get back together. Yeah. There's not going to be any grandkids from me. You know, and you, you could see her starting to collect your pearls. pearls. Um, I, you know, I'm just going to lay it out for you. Mom, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want to have any conversations with people where they're telling me the truth at home, crying, blaming it on yourself or books from the church. Uh, because my mom played the piano for the church yeah. and a church that my family built. You oh, know? Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. playing the wood and everything. Yeah. Uh, I said, if you have any questions, let's get it out in the open. She goes, no, no, I, I've always known you were different. You like the nicer things compared to your brothers. And, <laughs> and well, I don't guess I have any questions except, well, do you, do you? I said, yes, Mom, I take it up the butt. And she oh, goes, my. oh, your dad and I tried that once, and it just hurt too much. <laughs> I was like, well, Mom, practice makes perfect. <laughs> so, you know, right after that, you know, we would still introduce um, uh, people coming home with me for the holidays. As, yeah. This is Sam, and he doesn't have a place to go. Yeah. But when they met John. Yeah. Uh, they fell in love with John yeah. for some reason, and uh, it, it, he was just accepted as the family. In yeah. fact, when my mother <laughs> passed, yeah. uh, the big thing was with Southern families is who's sitting up front with the family. Yeah. And everybody was going, well, who, where's John going to sit? Where's John <laughs> going to sit? And my grandmother took that cane, and she tapped the funeral floor, funeral parlor floor, and she goes, John will sit with Rick. And beside me on the front row, and if anybody has a problem with that, they don't fucking have to come to my house anymore. And it was never brought up again. So, so That's I was lovely. fortunate in that way. That's I, great. That's I, great. I, I, I praise Oprah. Yeah. And and Phil Donahue for that. Oh, so, really? Yeah. That they watched the, every day. <laughs> oh, she watched those. Oh, programs. well, I yeah. mean, Oprah. They brought. They took them to task when they had that whole community. Did you ever see the one with the guy in the the guy with AIDS in the swimming pool? And they brought the whole community there. Yeah. And they just, I mean, gut-wrenching. Oh, yeah. Even th- then, it was, uh, like, almost impossible to watch. But now, oh, yeah. now, like, to see that hatred coming. Because that's the thing it's about. It's coming back again. Well, yeah. it is. But, like, what we, what I find is, is that um, what we, what I deal with mostly isn't outright hatred. What I deal with mostly is this uh, stereotype of being gay mm-hmm. or this this kind of straight person who fetishizes gay people so it's not it's not that we're like equal to them that we're oh, sure. like spicy versions of yeah where i always call it extra crispy yeah they love extra crispy you know what i mean and that's all <laughs> yeah. we are so like, tell us about yourself yeah oh yeah, no which one of y'all yeah. is the woman or <laughs> yes. whatever it is um, yes. and and um and those those are the folks that sometimes like in their own mind think that they're like the our biggest allies. It's yeah. like no, you've just been sort of obsessed with gay people your yeah, whole life. Exactly. And that's you know, yeah, you love John Waters. You don't yeah. love gay people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um but no, that's interesting though, because like when you bring that up, that that Oprah especially, I remember watching it recently, like in the last couple of years, thinking yeah. about how visceral because I remember being like screamed at that they hit like by people like in the nineties like yeah. that. But it's been yeah. a long, long time. Even yeah. when they you know, they protested the comedy show at Pride last year. Yeah. They showed up and started yelling at us. The way they did it was just so meek compared to how they used <laughs> But did you hear what they did this year? No, what they do this year. They you know, drag queen storybook yeah. telling is a big thing. Yeah. So they had a big event with all these kids yeah. straight over in yeah. Pond City Market or in no, the park? No, no, no. In the park? In the park. Yeah. Uh, and they came up and started yelling stuff there in front of those kids. Wow. That is just 
pick on it somebody your own fucking size. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, that you know. I, well, that's the thing I saw last year too. Was like mm-hmm. what they did to us was nothing, and but then I watched them like yell at like two lesbian mothers and their kids, and I was almost like, oh god, I'm gonna have to. But the one lesbian mother was just like, she was like yelling at three of them at once. Just I was like, oh, she's got this. I just stood behind her. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But it was like, um, it's the. I, I think the. I think the outright hatred is it's it's there for it's sure pure ignorance yeah. solidarity. oh absolutely you absolutely. know uh it, it's just not being able to think for yourselves uh you well know. seeing that like if you if you truly view being gay as like a choice that we're making and you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like we're choosing this so why should you have to co-sign it yeah in any capacity that's like that's like the most to me it's like such a selfish you know obviously but that's what their thought process is their yeah. thought process is is that we are deliberately living degenerate lifestyles uh-huh. because we are just that bad and awful so you know don't worry about us we're fine yeah, exactly. go live your life stop exactly. spending your money on these big giant signs that tell us we're going to hell yeah and try putting it into education for your child yeah absolutely. or therapy because they're probably going to need it yeah absolutely you know um I, I, like i always tell people that the first homophobes i met were like related to me yeah you know they're not that they're not there now but that's where that's where i learned like i like you know i didn't know what i was i just knew it was wrong yeah from the minute i started talking everybody was always talking about like how i sounded yeah and then the first time i ever recorded and listened to my own voice like th- four years old yeah I hated my, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that. And it wasn't because of anything other than being told. So I didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. And then I heard myself recorded back and I was like, Oh, I get it. <laughs> I now. Get it yeah, now. You know what I mean? like, oh, please. I still get, thank you, ma'am. Drive around <laughs> at the drive. So my voice deepened at some point, but it's still there. Me. My hands yeah. wave around. I mean, people, anyone who's always like, Oh yeah, you don't seem gay. I'm like, watch my hands. They're like two hummingbirds <laughs> trying to escape my body. I've, do you know, uh, you've been to Mary's? Oh I, yeah. Okay. So you remember, Bernadette? Yes. Okay, so Bernadette, one night I was at Mary's mm-hmm. and I was in the middle of telling some story and I waved my hand and like Bernadette was coming around the corner and I stuck my pinky directly into her mouth. So like my hand flourished out where my pinky went right into her mouth. Like like literally she could have bit my finger off. She probably would have if and she thought about it. She'd been completely justified in my mind. You know what I'm saying? I might be the only man that's ever been, you know? I don't even and she just looked at me, like looked me up and down, like took her mouth off my finger and then just never. And then every time I would go there, I would tip her as much as I possibly could. It was like in that moment, she could have just destroyed yeah. me or got we me banned. We shall never talk about this again. And it was just flamboyant hand gestures. It was just <laughs> got out of control. So let's talk about let's talk about Rainbow House Coalition. Okay. So tell people um, how, how can they get involved? Like what can they do? We started two weeks ago. Uh, I got the bank account set uh, to... Uh, up on Friday, so between now and November, yeah, uh, I will be announcing. Go to Facebook, uh, Rainbow House Coalition, uh, like our page. Uh, every November, I spend twenty four hours on the street. I'm sorry, forty eight hours on the street. Okay, and, and why forty eight hours? Uh, because we have twenty four to forty eight hours to get to the kids. Yeah. before they have to do something illegal to survive. Yeah, and that's usually self medicating. Yeah. Um, not necessarily to make the world go away, but a lot of times, especially in Atlanta, it's crack yeah. or, or cocaine. Yeah. Uh, so that 
they can stay awake because yeah. it's not safe to sleep at yeah, night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that leads to unprotected sex and things like that. Yep. Um, so I'll be camping out in front of uh, Burkhart's uh, Saturday, the 2nd of November and the 3rd. Okay. Don't bring me clothes. Don't bring me. You can bring me gift certificates to uh, fast food that I can give kids, or you can bring me money so that we can get these houses up and rolling. Awesome. So, so you guys are looking to basically do some uh, – like uh, you're raising capital to then purchase these, or not purchase, but like lease these homes. Exactly. And, and, then, then, and, then, and then once put I kids have in. the city on board, yeah. we'll, we'll start. I've got, I think I've gotten it down to two to three thousand to build a tiny home. Yeah. Uh, instead of three hundred thousand dollars, you yeah, know. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll be going out to groups to ask them to raise and build. Yeah. Sort of the gay version of uh, Jimmy Carter's uh, Habitat for Humanity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, do that. Uh, yeah. There's just there's so many ways we can approach this yeah. and if i don't take government funds i don't have to go through the damn red tape absolutely and you know me i like that <laughs> i don't like red tape <laughs> you're gonna tell me i can't do it doesn't something. match with you're anything gonna have to tell you, me yeah. why absolutely because i'll figure out a loophole absolutely so and red tape doesn't match doing. anything you wear no um so that sounds great so like what if you're somebody who maybe doesn't have money how can you can you volunteer can you yes yes we will be uh, having maybe volunteer. sharing you know like social media absolutely sharing, sharing uh you know we, we'll have uh, opportunities they can make connections connections with me okay. for their church or or their business. Yeah. I just came from. Um, uh, I think we'll time this that this will come out the week before your, uh, the week of your event. Yeah. So this will be out the Tuesday before that event. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. That's perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. know that I know that that's happening. I think we can Yay. make that work. All right. Cool. Um, we have a couple more minutes. Okay. I like to ask this question of everybody. It's a dumb sure. question, but it's a dumb podcast, and I'm a dumb person. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, when you think of straight people, just straight people. Close your eyes and just imagine the straightest straight. Just so straight. Um, what do straight people eat? Hmm. That's a good question. See, I keep telling See, people that. Uh, and that's <laughs> as a speaker when I say that's a good question. You're thinking that allows of, I know. my mind to think. Yeah. Um, what you're really I mean, saying is, what a stupid question. I got to come no, up with something. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the queen in me would say straight people are breeders and give more of us because it takes them to make us. Right. But that's not so, so much true anymore. Yeah. Um, so uh, straight people are are just normal people, just like we're normal people. And hopefully they're on our side because if you're not, you better get your butt ready because we're going to come over you. So, right. <laughs> okay, so you're not going to answer the question. No, that your... no, that is no. That what one. do they eat? Uh, where do they eat? What do they eat? What do they eat? Yeah. Oh God! You were getting all like you were all Mother uh, Teresa me. Yeah, I'm not giving no, you an award, bitch. bitch. You don't have no. to, have, bitch. You're not getting an award for nothing. I, no. you don't have to give me that fucking Mother Teresa uh, shit. It we all know that your sister Teresa. You know, okay? if if it was my generation of straight people, yes. would eat normal food like everything that's fried and yeah. stuff like that. Millennials today, you know, I. I I've never heard of all the shit that they eat today. I saw a lawsuit on Judge Judy or something today that they uh, a band left because they didn't provide one vegan meal, <laughs> you know, but they still wanted to get paid. Uh, so I, I, gluten, what the fuck? I, I used to drink. I used to drink milk straight from the cow. Granny would bring it in, pour off the cream, and set it down in front of us. And I'm still here, 55. So you know, feed your kids bacon every once in a while they'll love it 
Okay, so you're still not going to answer the question, but that's fine. No, we're. <laughs> um, would you come back if I had you? Absolutely. You okay, cool. Well, what I think I want to do is, is I'm gonna we're gonna make sure that this comes out the week of the event. Sure. But then have you back like in a couple months to okay, see where you absolutely. guys are and what kind of help you need and absolutely, absolutely great. That'd be and then great. you can tell me more of your stories about like being out and <laughs> I, you haven't got you haven't told me anything funny about John yet. I know there's plenty there. I'm John grew up in the great in the Brady Bunch. You I know? did, and he was only one of two kids. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well each of them had three personalities yeah, exactly. <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen this has been straight people mr rick westbrook tell people where they can find you online uh rick westbrook yep. uh, uh on facebook uh our website is rainbowhouseatl.org rainbowhouseatl.org this is straight people take care bye No, 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 no. I want bold quake. Give me what I asked for or I'm leaving.